Hey, Elijah. Hey, CJ, what's going on? Why are you on a phone? Um, well, you see, there's this thing in the quarantine, and I can't leave my house. I don't think I've heard anything. you have any more details on that? Um, I don't know. I think you do, actually. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I guess I have actually heard a little bit on it. Um... <laughs> So I just got back, literally at 4.30, I got the coronavirus test done. It's now 5.17. Not that long ago. Because I know that at this exact moment, I'm freaking out. Everybody listening to this, probably not. But I don't think I have it. I don't have very many symptoms at this point. I have a fever, and I have some sore joints and stuff. Uh, But for the most part, I feel fine. It's just precautionary. We just want to make sure. So they stuck a little, like, Q-tip type thing up my nose. That felt horrible. I I don't know how long to say it actually was, but I would guess it went at least two to three inches into my nostril. Which, like... I'm going to try that with a normal Q-tip and see what happens. Like, look at your finger, like your index finger. I would guess at least down to the first knuckle. Or the second knuckle, if you're going from the fingertip down. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. Like, when you pick your nose, you're not even into that first knuckle a lot of the times. Right. (laughs) So, yeah. Yeah, I just tested it. Uh, I I barely get past the first knuckle. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I just stuck my finger up my nose. Get over it. Too bad we're not together. I could have done it for you. Exactly. Yeah, so, needless to say, and we're also just being smart in general... That's why I'm on the phone. CJ has the equipment, so he's at his house. I'm That's on the why phone. you're on the phone? Huh? That's why you're on the phone? I think so. Oh. I thought you still like me. Uh, no, I, I still like you, I, I think. As long as you don't have coronavirus. I mean, I haven't showered in a couple days, so it probably doesn't hey, smell good in my room. I haven't showered in a couple days, because... I, CJ, I stopped working... Was it Friday? I yeah. stopped working? Because I still had work, and I was technically considered essential because it's construction. Really? Yeah. I didn't... So, like, if you're doing, like, homework or construction, it's considered essential up until last Friday. Interesting. Last Friday is when they shut everything else down. Oh, so construction so, is shut down now? Yeah. Now that I'm not working, I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically, like, for the most part, it's shut down. There's some things that, like, I guess you have, like, one person working... Yeah. Or if it's really essential, like, you know, um, construction that needs to be done, because if it's not finished, it'll cause an emergency. Right. That kind of stuff. But I haven't been That's working right. in a week. And, like, the first two days of, no, the first day I had off, which yeah. was technically Saturday of last week, I didn't watch Tiger King. Yeah, we got to talk about that. We, both... we will talk. I'm going to write that down so we get back to it. Yeah. We're just giving people updates for now. Um, so I didn't watch Tiger King. That was day one of me in quarantine. It was seven hours of TV, basically. I wasn't even in quarantine yet. watching it for the heck of it. Yeah. And then Monday came along, and I walked. I walked for three hours that day. I walked to my park in Dwaynesburg and walked home and played basketball, and I did that Monday and Tuesday. You walked for three hours? <laughs> yes. I went from my house to basically the elementary school in Dwaynesburg two Jeez. days in a row. And I'm guessing by yourself? Yeah, I was, what else was I going to do? I was bored at my house, I mean, like, I was like, I really don't know what else to do, so I decided to exercise. Did you, like, you just walked? You didn't do anything? I dribbled the basketball, actually, the entire way. Really? 
which was interesting because now my thumbs are really raw, which I didn't think would be possible. That's interesting. Yeah. So and then I, like and then day three, I I think I washed from the bottom of my driveway to my house, and I couldn't feel my feet. Yes. So I was like, I can't do this walking business every day. So right. I'm just trying to stay active at least, so I don't lose my mind in my house. Right. And I'm still trying to lose that weight for the Lent diet, which, by the way, ends next Sunday. Uh, no, I believe if there's no Easter, there's no end to Lent, so you got to keep it going until Easter happens. Can you cancel a major holiday? Pope did. The Pope did? No, I didn't can. I'm pretty sure he just canceled like large masses and stuff. Oh. <laughs> the Pope canceled Easter. It's over, everybody. Yes. Go on. <laughs> Well, we had, we had a really good 2,000-year run. Yeah, it was a nice run, but the Pope said not anymore. Actually, if um, you think, because wasn't Jesus, like, 33 when he died? Yeah. So um, if you think about it, we're, like, just shy of making it 2,000 years. We're almost about to celebrate the 2,000-year anniversary of Easter, if we make it that far. And we're not going to, we ruined it. we got to start the streak over. <laughs> yeah, we do. We actually have to start the streak over. we got to get a new Iron Man streak going. What's that? We gotta get a new Iron Man streak going. Kyle Ripken. Oh, yeah. See what he's got. <laughs> See, that's basically what I've been up to. I've been um, trying to stay busy, exercising as much as I can. Um, I went the... to the grocery store today. There was actually toilet paper there, which Whoa. was nuts. Wow. I didn't need it, but I don't know why everybody else needs it either. <laughs> I, I think that we're kind of getting to the point where people realize like we overreacted with the toilet paper. I would like to think so, but, like, then I went to the shelves at Walmart, and they're completely bare except for, like, one small section that has some toilet paper. We also probably would have realized it, like, a month ago when all the health professionals were telling us, hey, you don't need all this toilet paper. <laughs> I mean, that's what Mary said. Like, everyone bought all that toilet paper. Right. I thought it was going to be like, okay, now those people don't need to buy toilet paper anymore. Right. That's like everyone's still buying toilet paper. <laughs> yeah, it, it's weird. People don't seem to know how to handle it still, and we're like, I, I, I don't even know how long into this I can say that we are, because it goes back to 2019. We knew about right. this going back to November. Yeah, that's pretty much when it started. And obviously it didn't get to America until a couple months ago, but, or no, it was a month ago last Saturday. Yeah, it was, the, the timeline of March was just like, okay, coronavirus, and then by the end of March, it's like, okay, this is insane. It was crazy. Obviously, if you guys know me at this point, you know that I work for the news. Uh, I, we, last Saturday, sorry, uh, <laughs> um, last Saturday, we went back and we looked at what the story, like, the lead story was from four weeks earlier. There was one coronavirus story, and it wasn't the lead. And then, like, further down, there was a couple mentions of it. Yeah. And then, obviously, just four weeks later, I think we didn't have a single story in our newscast that didn't have something to do with the coronavirus. Yeah, I know on, like, I went on Twitter. I mean, Twitter's gotten a little better now because people have calmed down a little bit. Right. But when it was at, like, everyone was being told to stay home originally, that's, that's everything I saw on social media. Yeah. Was, everything was about the coronavirus, no matter what it was about. And then, all, obviously, well, last time we did a podcast, was all sports shut down? No. So Wait. Yeah, because the last podcast that we did, I think, was... Did we do one since it got shut down? 
I think. Since um, the basketball yeah, I want to say we did one right after, like, that Friday is when, like, basketball shut down and the NCAA shut down. Well, because I know that we did a podcast episode, and then, like, an hour later, Rudy Gobert tested positive, and that was when the NBA got shut down. I can't. Yes. I feel like we've done one since then. I think we did. Which would make me think that, yeah, sports were done. Yeah, so, like, I, I just got to a point where, like, I don't even remember sports. <laughs> yeah, it's it's the weirdest thing. And, like, obviously, we're both very big sports fans. I don't like to think that our lives are dependent on it, but I realized today I don't know how to make small talk with people if there are no sports going on. Which is why we have beautiful things like Netflix and Tiger King. <laughs> that was a hell of a segue. <laughs> I know, right? I mean, well, that's what everyone's talking about. Like, literally, it went from uh, everyone talking about coronavirus on Twitter and everything to everybody talking about Tiger King. And is... Have you seen a better Netflix series? Netflix series. Like a documentary series? Anything that's purely Netflix produced. Um... <laughs> Oh man! Didn't you just watch Ozark? I am watching Ozark currently. Are I you just watching? started it. Oh, you just started the original? Yeah, like first oh. season one. Okay, I thought you were watching the newest season that just came out. No, have you watched Ozark? I think I watched like three episodes and wasn't that into it. Yeah. Uh, what episode was that? The first episode that you just watched today? No, I'm on episode six. I think I just finished episode six. Is it? Holding your attention pretty well? Absolutely. The, the toughest part for me is that Jason Bateman's in it, and I've only really know, like, his, for me, the most memorable role for him is Arrested Development. Yeah. Right. He is not, like, not he is Arrested Horrible Bosses. <laughs> yeah, right, and Horrible Bosses, comedies, make you laugh really hard. This show is not funny. Right. <laughs> it's very it's serious. And I remember texting my brother, I'm like, this is nothing like Arrested Development. I don't know if I can handle this. <laughs> It's always a little jarring when the comedy actors go into the serious roles. Like, it took me a while. I'm just starting to get used, uh, not just now, but a couple years ago, I started getting used to Steve Carell as a serious actor. Right. But it still throws me off sometimes. Yeah, it doesn't feel right. (laughs) And, like, you just get so... And, like, it's not necessarily even comedy. Like, there are a lot of actors out there who get stuck in that role... And then that's what you associate. Like, the I, I'm blanking on his name, the kid who played Harry Potter. Daniel uh, Radcliffe. Yeah. What else can he do? Without, like, he was in, uh, what was that magic movie? I'm really killing it with memory right now. The magic movie. Now You See Me? Now You See Me 2? He was in the second one? He was in the bad guy in the second one. And it was a really weird role for him to be playing. It, uh. Like, I'm not sure if you've seen that one. It doesn't sound like it, but maybe. Uh, I never saw the second one. I saw the first one. It's it's weird to see him in that role, especially playing the bad guy. Because, like, it's one thing if he was just playing a different good guy or something, or a different wizard, but... Right. <laughs> well, I mean, like, that's Harry Potter. Why is he, like, being a jerk? Uh, I, bet you, like, I bet you they're appreciative that, like, people like their work that much, but it's also going to be tough that you... It's going to be tough to shake that stigma of the one character that everybody knows you for. Right. I mean, we weren't alive when the movies came out, but wasn't that kind of the stigma around Star Wars initially? Yeah, Was that much. Mark Hamill and Carrie Fisher more, because Harrison Ford had Indiana Jones at least, but, like, those guys kind of got stuck with the label of, oh, you're Luke Skywalker, right? 
Yeah, I mean, yeah. So, yeah, with Jason Bateman, it's taken me a couple episodes, but I think I've gotten past at this point. I'm just invested in the show. That's good. Um, it's like Breaking Bad, if anybody's interested in watching it. It's a lot like Breaking Bad in the sense that family does bad things. Right. I don't want to spoil too much. <laughs> it's pretty much that's pretty much it. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so back to Tiger King. Right. <laughs> We're talking about the greatest Netflix thing you've ever seen. It definitely got my attention more than anything I've watched on Netflix. Yeah. It was just so, so weird. Oh my gosh, it's just, from start to finish, it just blows your mind. It was so crazy that my mom watched it, and I actually watched the first three episodes with her again, like, three days later, yeah. and it didn't bother me at all. Yeah, I mean, like... Like, I was like, I can watch this again and have no issues with it. <laughs> you know what's so weird about that show? So, like, or the documentary, whatever you want to call it. Most of the time, you would look at something like that and think, like, uh, like, I don't really want to watch this, but it, it almost feels like it's not real. Yeah, right, you can, to, like, kind of get past them, because, like, this isn't real. Right, like, they must be playing characters, because people don't act like that. <laughs> but then, spoiler alert, they do, and they are those people. Yeah, it's so weird. I mean, and we're not gonna, uh, so we have not explained the show at all. For anybody, but I think everybody's seen it. Well, <laughs> for the few of you who haven't, first off, go watch it. If you choose to watch it, you have to give it three episodes, right? Yes. Because I, the end of the second episode is where it starts to get like really intriguing, and if you're not intrigued by that, you're probably not going to care that much about the rest of yeah, it. Yeah, you're not going to like it if you don't. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I don't know how anybody could not like it. You can obviously not like the situation. I'm going to give a small spoiler here. So, the woman who no one likes is accused of killing her husband in the documentary. A lot of people have heard about that at this point, so I feel like I'm not spoiling anything that badly. Um, and that's kind of when that starts to pick up and you start to actually hear about the investigation. So, if you're not intrigued at that point, you're probably not going to be. Yeah. But it's about... Joe Exotic, who is the man, <laughs> but also terrible. He's <laughs> also the worst. Uh, and he owns a large cat sanctuary, basically. Yeah, <laughs> that's what he calls it. It's yeah. basically just a giant cat zoo. And they're not treated well, the animals. They're not, like, good at running a zoo. It's not, it doesn't come off as horrible necessarily, but I don't, I just think the documentary didn't really care as much about how bad of zoo owners they were, because right. that was the least interesting thing going on there. Yeah, no, I think, the one thing I will say about all these people, all crazy as they are, I feel like they actually do like animals. Yeah, I think they at least started that way. Yeah, that's true, and now that I think about it, I say it out loud, they did start that way, and then I think they're sitting for the money. Right, like, you heard, uh... Who was the one who got a tiger when he was, like, a little kid and he just loved... Was that Joe? Uh, yeah, no, it was the guy that lost both of his legs, right? Yeah, that's who it was. Yeah. Yeah. So many people <laughs> exactly. missing limbs. The guy who like, lost both of his legs. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. And these people, like, don't seem to understand that it's crazy. No. They have no issue with it. Like, Carol has had some unkind things to say about the documentary and how she's portrayed in it. Um, Joe Exotic, who is... Is polygamist the word? Yes. 
Okay, I, I, that was a genuine question. Uh, yeah, that's the word. <laughs> he is a gay polygamist, and his first first boyfriend or first husband. I think they got married at the same time, right? Yeah. So his first boyfriend and ultimate husband is also mad about the documentary, but only because of all the things in the entire documentary. You know, you know the person I'm talking about, right? Yeah, yeah. What do you Jeff think he would be most? Joe. What do you think he'd be most upset about? Oh, I, I, I can't remember. I remember people saying he was upset, but I can't remember why he was upset. He was upset because he was portrayed as somebody who doesn't have any teeth. That was literally the reason. And he's got. He did not have teeth at the time. He had about four that you could see. Very true. <laughs> and he got dental work since then. And so. <laughs> It's so tough to talk about this because you want to give all the qualifiers for why you're not a bad person for liking this series. But, so, Joe Exotic, who, again, is a terrible person, part of the reason that he's terrible is because both, both, not just one, both of the people, the men that he married, were not gay men. No, they were not. At least for how they expressed themselves. Obviously, there's... I'm done talking about it. All right, all right, cool. <laughs> Moving on! <laughs> but he basically got them into a relationship with him by giving them meth. Yeah. And that's why he didn't have his teeth. So I can fully understand why he would like the world to know, like, hey, look, I'm kind of fixing my life. But again... I get why the documentarians thought that's not really a priority for us right now. Yeah, no. That was uh, that, if that's what he's upset about, then I guess he missed the entire rest of the <laughs> right. documentary series. Yeah, and you know that fourteen-year period of his life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. But no, it's every episode gets more crazy. Um, if you haven't seen it, go watch it. It's yeah, like CJ said, it's basically about people who own these animal sanctuaries. And they're just nuts. Like, the whole world of people that do that is nuts. We didn't even mention Doc Antle. No, and he's like... He, so there's like three people. There's Joe Exotic, there's Carol, who works for uh, PETA, and then there's Doc Antle, who's another big cat owner, and just kind of there. Like, he's just talking us through it as like a third party, kind of. He's a little involved, and he knows them and stuff, but he's not the main storyline by any stretch. Go ahead, Elijah. No, I, to me, I think he's he's the scariest person out of all three of them because he's smart. Right. <laughs> so, like, he knows what he's doing, and I feel like there's only... I can't even imagine the stuff that he's tried to cover up. Yeah, I mean, it, said, it, it says at the end of the documentary... We're going to get to a point here where we say after this is going to be spoilers so we can talk a little bit more detailed. If right. you want, Do you want to do that now? Oh, uh, no, you can just finish your thought, and then we'll move on to spoiler talk. Gotcha. So... At the end of the documentary, it says how Doc Antle's property was raided in 2019. So it'll be interesting to see if anything more comes of this, because now it's a story that people care about, regardless of what happens. Because I saw that they were interested in reopening the investigation into the death of Carol's husband because right. of the documentary. And Yeah, it's got worldwide attention now. Like it, Anything that happens with this will be noted by everyone. Right. And we almost want it. Like, it's it's an exciting storyline. <laughs> oh, yeah, everybody's waiting for something. <laughs> it's just, it's so, it's so weird, because 
if if I had met, especially Joe Exotic, but if I had met any of these people, I don't think I'd have much of an interest in uh, getting to know them on a deeper level. But now that I do, <laughs> I want to know everything about them. Yeah, I want to know more. Like, what other stuff can we find out? And like, so, <laughs> it was funny, we talked about this the other day, Joe Exotic, again, flatly a bad guy, yeah, a video surfaced of him on the internet the other day of him complaining about not being able to say the N-word, which was the least surprising take <laughs> by Joe Exotic. <laughs> like, he's... I'm surprised he didn't say it during the documentary. Yeah! <laughs> like, it, it, so he has his own Joe Exotic before the documentary came out. He had his own online, like, streaming TV show, basically, where yeah. I think the there was a producer who was making a show about him. It, there's so many shows going on <laughs> within yeah, the one no, show. And, but the producer had basically said, like, no more than 80 people were ever watching his online <laughs> videos, but he got such a big head from them, and he just took all from there, and he thought he was legitimately the Tiger King. So say they let all right. Let's go to the spoiler portion so yeah. we can talk in more detail. All right. If you uh, so we are at twenty one twenty five in the podcast. Skip ahead to twenty five minutes and we'll give you an update. Yeah. Um. So yeah, spoilers from here on forward. Like he's in jail now. Yeah. And the fact that like if he got out of jail for whatever reason, because it's only twenty two years, which isn't that long. Did you see the big news? I'm sorry to interrupt you. No, what big news? So you know how a lot of people are being let out of jail because of the coronavirus? Yeah, right. He's on the list. He's, on the he, he's not necessarily getting out, but he fits everything that they're looking for in terms of... Unless, I don't know if they consider animal abuse a violent crime. Right. It probably should be. <laughs> right, because he... he well, was he charged for the attempted murder? No, he was only charged primarily for... The animals, that, the animal dead stuff. animals that they found on his property and that stuff. Right, so say he gets out now and he does Joe Exotic TV. Right. He's going to have hundreds of thousands, if not millions of viewers every episode. Yeah, you would think so, right? <laughs> like, like, he's got to be, like, in the narcissist that he is, he's got to be excited this documentary came out. I wonder if he knows how big it is. Like, have, well, has it gotten back to him yet? Like, he's all excited to have, like, David Spade or, what did you say, Brad Pitt, one of those two people, play him in a documentary movie about the movie or something, <laughs> or about the show. Right. Like, I think he's fully aware of what's going on, and I think he absolutely loves it. See, the only issue for him is that he's in jail. <laughs> right. The, I think the biggest, like, surprise take that I have on that whole series, I think Joe Exotic is a smart guy. I think he's an idiot. But I think he knows what he's doing a lot more than we think he does. I, I think I can agree to that. Absolutely. Because, like, he obviously comes off as, like, the stereotypical white trash, redneck, like, doesn't know anything about anything kind of guy. But then, if you kind of look at how he handles stuff, he seems very aware of what's going on. Like, he doesn't seem dumb in the sense of, like, just not being aware of what he's doing. Like... He ran for governor and took some money from that, so maybe he didn't know that was illegal, but, like, for the most part, I don't think he was an idiot. No, he, I mean, the only thing, 
he got screwed over on was old Jeff thing when Jeff came over and signed the park. We didn't even get into Jeff Lowe yet. What was that? We didn't even get into Jeff Lowe yet. No, that was... Jeff Lowe's a guy who showed up, like, what, episodes five or six? Yeah. Five? I think there were seven episodes, so I'll say five. Yeah, he showed up, and then, like, he said he was going to help Joe, and he didn't really have much money either. He just had Joe sign the park over to him, and then I firmly believe that he set Joe up, and that's uh, yeah. why Joe got in trouble in the first place. I'm with you on that. And the fact that he is not in some sort of trouble, because if nothing else, he connected. So, again, we're at the spoiler portion. We're not at 25 minutes yet, but we're about to be. <laughs> he, um... So when Jeff Lowe shows up, he brings along this guy who's like a handyman kind of person. He's like his right-hand guy. And it turns out that not only is he a handyman, he's also a hitman. <laughs> and, alright, now we're at 25 minutes, so if we're still doing the spoiler stuff, skip ahead a few minutes and, you know, we'll, we'll try make to it, stop make by Make the next uh, bookmark 30. 30, let's do it. Um, what were we talking about? We were talking about Joe's, or Jeff's hitman. Right. So, Jeff shows up, he brings on this hitman, and then that's where the connection is for Joe, and that's who Joe attempts to hire to kill Carol. Right. Which, he was very open about wanting her dead. Like, that was <laughs> not in any ways a feeling that he hid, and not, like, in the way, like, oh, man, I'm so mad at that person, I wish they would just die. Like, he was like, no, like, he wanted her dead. There was no doubt in anyone's mind. No, he, yeah, it's, all the evidence is there that he would kill her if he got the chance, but I don't know if he actually would do it. Right. You know, it's weird. It, I mean, yeah, it's, it's, I, not that, that I'm speaking from any experience, but I would imagine it's not tough to kill somebody regardless of how much you hate them. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting, CJ. I'm gonna yeah, write that that's, down just in case, a, you know. And you can quote me on that. <laughs> <laughs> well, we don't have to quote you. It's on the podcast forever now. Right? Yeah, that's true. So yeah, we got Joe's in jail uh, currently. Carol is—I mean, my mom's on Carol's side, but I think Carol's just as sketchy as all the other ones. I think so too. And there's a very reasonable chance that she's not and she didn't kill her husband and we're all just assuming that this perfectly normal woman is a psychopath because seven 45 minute long episodes. But she's a little crazy for sure just because she kept messing with this guy. Right. So say, say she didn't kill her first husband. Right. Um, that's, you know, we move on from that. He just disappeared. Uh, but then you, like, all the other stuff, she makes so much money, and she is all volunteers. She yeah. Took all of her dead husband's money, barely gave any to his kids, and then used that money to just steamroll Joe and try to take him out. I forgot about the whole thing with, like, the uh, battle over his estate and stuff, and... Yeah, that was the most damning evidence to me for her, was, like, them talking to the... His, her ex or her dead husband's family. Right. And how much they despised her and how much, how much, what they said, I feel like had the most impact on me. Yeah. Uh, it was interesting because, and so she's remarried now. Right. And, <laughs> and the guy that she's married to is like the only person in the entire show that I'm like, you don't fit in with these freaks. 
<laughs> I don't know. Did you see the wedding pictures where he's got a cat costume on? And he's on the beach on a leash. Yeah, <laughs> he, he's definitely got a little uh, weird side to him. But then again, he's probably one of the most normal people on the show. Right, right. That's the thing. The cat costume was like, oh, that's normal compared to all these people. Yeah. So yeah, if you haven't, are we at thirty minutes? Uh, we're at twenty-eight. Uh, twenty. We just tell people to go back. <laughs> when we get to 30, tell them to go back a minute and 30 seconds. Yeah, I mean, we are just filibusters for the time talking about Tiger King. Yeah, we can talk. Um, so, yeah, I mean, Joe... It's tough because, like, the evidence, all the evidence points against him saying that he tried to kill Carol. Right. Like, had him hire someone because of all the things he said on his own TV show about wanting to shoot her and all that. And it's like, he definitely did not help himself out. Right. I don't think he would actually pay somebody to do that. Well, and that's the thing, too. Like, he had, he had been saying it forever. It was clearly something that he wanted to have happen, and it wasn't until this guy showed up that it happens, or that right. the process begins. So I'm not saying that Joe is in the right by any stretch, but I don't believe it's right for him to be the only one hurt by this. Yeah, I think Jeff definitely should get in some trouble for what he did. Absolutely. Yeah. And, like, it's it's just so weird to me that all of this can happen. The movie comes, or the documentary comes out, people freak out because it's the most entertaining thing to watch during a national pandemic, like, global pandemic, <laughs> and it's still probably not going to change from how it is right now. Right. It's, it's weird. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean... We're about at 30. We got 10 seconds. Yeah, just go watch Tiger King. They're 45-minute episodes, seven episodes. It's worth every second of your time. If um, if you don't like it by three, you can stop. By the end of three, you can probably stop, but at that point, there's only seven episodes. Oh, we're, <laughs> we're done spoiling it, guys. You can stay. At that point, uh, there's only four more episodes, so just watch it. You'll like yeah, just, it. Just finish it out. It's worth it. Um... So yeah, CJ, what else has been going on? Uh, <laughs> has there been other things going on? No, just like with you, has your routine changed at all? I know past what past week you've been sick, but it's been a couple weeks since we've done the podcast. Yeah, I mean, I guess before um, before this happened to me, I really didn't change too much. Um, I obviously didn't go out as much, as much, but that's just it was not even an option. Yeah, um, right. Unfortunately, work basically stayed the same, so... Right, you're, you're considered essential, obviously. Right, which, hardly feel that way, but... <laughs> uh, so what have you been doing at work? Like, I know you used to watch a lot of sports at work, so what's been going on at work when you are working? You ready for this? I'm so ready for it. I got a book. What? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's the, the Duke of Flatbush. Oh, That's... you mean an audio book, for sure, right? No, 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 I'm reading it. Is it a picture book? No, there were pictures in the middle. <laughs> okay, I was trying to make a joke there, but it turns out there was actual pictures. <laughs> oh, you mean read with words? No, 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 no. <laughs> oh, no, I don't do that. So tell, you're reading a book. That's fantastic. What are you reading? Tell us all about it. Yeah, it's uh, Duke of Flatbush. It's about Duke Snyder and his, it's his uh, biography. Anyone Duke who doesn't... Snyder. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was just going to get to that. Um, he was the center fielder in the 1950s for the Dodgers. Um, it was 
that was a great time for New York baseball because I'm not sure if you are able to put this together, but at the time, that wasn't a you, Elijah, that was you, listener. Uh, at the time, we had Mickey Mantle for the Yankees in center field, Willie Mays for the Giants in center field, and Duke Snyder for the Dodgers in center field, which is incredible. Those are three Hall of Famers, and you it's could probably... You could probably make the case that those are the three best center fielders of all time. I don't think I would go that far. I would put guys like Griffey in there. Or do you right. consider Griffey right field or center field? Um, I just know he crashed into the fence a lot, so I don't think he really played a certain position out there. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. But yeah, like that time in baseball is really interesting to me. So yeah, are you enjoying the book? You almost done with it? How how many pages a day are you doing? Um, you know. A few. <laughs> it's, it's pretty inconsistent, to be honest. It's uh, It's pretty inconsistent, to be honest. Yeah, how many pages are in the book? Uh, I think just shy of 300. Okay. I'm pretty that's close to being done. I'll probably be um, done by the end of tomorrow. Yeah, that's that's cool. Uh, what about TV show-wise? I know we watched Tiger King, obviously. What else have you been watching? Anything good? Uh, have you seen Community? No, I know it's on Netflix now, which I'm excited to start watching. Yeah, I, I was it. Were you the one that told me it was on Netflix? Uh, Bob told us. Bob told Netflix. us. Uh, yeah, I, I had seen I think the first season before, and I liked it. And then I think just the first season ended, so I stopped watching, obviously. And by the time it came back around, I had forgotten about it basically. So now, once yeah. I saw it was on Netflix, I was like, oh, that's great! I can. Rewatch the first season and then just go from there. Yeah, I didn't know that was going to be on Netflix. I thought, you know, NBC's got their own streaming service out. The last thing I would expect is for Netflix to have an NBC show on there. Right? But you know what's weird? The one thing that I've noticed throughout the global pandemic that has been really fascinating to me, there are major corporations that are actually trying to help people. <laughs> give, us, give us some examples. Like, just, I, like, companies like Netflix just, like, throwing a whole bunch of stuff out there. I saw, I know this isn't a big one, I saw Rosetta Stone is doing three months of free language lessons. Like, there are so many places in the world right now that are just offering their services for free or at a massive discount. And only so people have something to kill time with. Yeah, like, no, that's pretty cool. Like, I get it for, like, you know, people who are struggling to make rent payments and stuff like that who actually need that type of help but there's so much help that's not necessary and that's what's really cool to me yeah i know even uh hbo just came out you get to watch 500 hours of hbo for free yeah like that's awesome um so yeah it's like it's really cool to see companies doing that there's something nba league passes free right now yeah like mlb uh you can watch any game from the last two years for free um, oh, that's cool. Yeah, like, there's a lot of streaming services are stepping up. Uh, a lot of CEOs, I'm not going to name any because that's giving recognition to some when there's tons doing it. There are CEOs <laughs> who are giving up their entire salary, like, yep. millions of dollars for this year. And, like, I know that that seems to us like, oh, you have $100 million, what's $5 million to you? But they have $100 million worth of stuff that they're paying taxes on and those taxes are expensive like <laughs> like that loss of revenue hurts millionaires too 
obviously those aren't problems that we care about as much, and they'll be fine in the long run compared to a lot of people, but it's not like it's not a sacrifice. No, absolutely. I think a lot of people are like, hating on people for like giving money, and they're saying only that much money they're giving. It's like, I don't know. I have a hard time hating on people that are giving up their resources to help others. Yeah. I mean, I saw someone tweet the other day something along the lines of, if I ever donate $25 million to something, and they say it's not enough, I'm taking it back. Yeah, that's, that's fair. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, yeah, they have so much, like, and also people have a really hard time understanding if someone, say someone is worth X amount of dollars, that means they have that much money on them at all times. Right. <laughs> like, uh, people that really, I've seen that so much on Twitter recently, is people not understanding that concept of, Hey, say you're worth $625 million. That doesn't mean you have that much cash just sitting around. Right. Like, Jeff Bezos is worth worth however many billions of dollars he's worth. So much of that money is because he's the owner of Amazon. Right. He, he doesn't have billions of physical dollars that he can get unless he were to sell all of his share in the company. Yeah, right. Like, people don't understand the whole net worth thing. But no, it's really, it's really cool to see everybody stepping up trying to do their part at this time i know i mean as you heard a million times at this point our part is to stay inside and try not to spread anything right um it's just i just honestly i don't know how much longer people are going to be able to do that though it's going to get tough i mean so the weather's going to get nicer in the northeast now all across the country it's just going to be like it's going to be tough for people to be stuck in their houses or the surrounding area where they go outside and walk and what's tough now is now that we've reacted the way that we have and now that essentially the country is shut down with the exception of a handful of states we can't go back until we know we're going to be okay we can't yeah. go back to normalcy for a month and then have to do it again because we didn't wait long enough no that's why i think i think it's going to last a while i mean we're going to see if they have come out with a vaccine, then obviously people will get that. But I think like we're going to slowly put people back out into the workforce. And then maybe during the summer, we'll see low numbers. And then towards the fall, we might see a second spike. Um, it's just nuts. To, like I, We're not even close to being done with this. Who knows if we're ever going to be done with this? Right. I mean, the, the thing that we're waiting on is the cure, right? Anything shy yeah. of a cure or... or at least something as strong as, like, the polio vaccine, where it's essentially a cure, we might be here. And this might be our situation until that happens. Yeah, I know, speaking of cure, I don't know if you heard about this, but there's a doctor that's from Schoharie, they say, but he's actually on my road, lives right down the road. Oh. He said that he's found, I don't know, necessarily a cure, but a, a treatment for it. And uh, he's a doctor, and he's, my mom was saying how his wife died of cancer, and ever since then, he's been trying to develop a cure for cancer. Oh. He has this giant barn right down the road from me. Yeah. And he said in an article that came out in the Scary Times, um, he said he's tested on 20 people with coronavirus, and all 20 have been, they haven't seen signs of the, well, like, the ailments of the coronavirus. So they had it, and he made it go away, basically? Yeah, basically, he made it go away. That's and he's trying to get recognition so he can get a, like a hold of Andrew Cuomo or something like that. Right. Yeah. No. That so, yeah, that. that was interesting because like my buddy Will Flake, you know, 
Right. One time, one of our first official guests, he was the one that told me about it because he, his uncle is right down the road even closer than I do to this guy. Right. Like, how awesome is that? And then I read the article and I was like, wow, that's actually really interesting. And then I saw a couple other people mention it. So maybe it's getting the traction it needs, but I'm Send fully that article. with this guy just because he lives down the road from me. Yeah, that's really cool. Get him on the podcast. This guy's good. We say we should get him on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we can try. Go to his house, knock on his door, hand him your phone. What's that? Go to his house, knock on his door, and hand him your phone. Sir, I have a couple questions for you. No, it's about sports. <laughs> yeah, not, not about the work he's been doing. I don't know. Don't care no, about it. we ask him sports questions. <laughs> um, so, CJ, how much sports have you been watching? I know not current sports, obviously, but like old-timey sports. What have you been watching? Um, so I watched... They talked about it on Levitard, and it made me think of it, so I watched 1997 World <laughs> Series Game 6, because they won 6, so there wouldn't be a Game 7. Oh, they were talking about Game 7. Was it Game 7? Yeah. Okay, because I, I also watched uh, Joe Carter's walk-off home run in 1993, I believe. That's cool. So that's, and that's Game 7 of the World Series, so I probably just mixed it up there. That, that was a walk-off home run in Game 7? Yeah. Yeah, one that's of the, one of the, two. That's the coolest thing. One of two home runs to win a World Series. You know who the other ones was? No. Bill Mazeroski in nineteen sixty against the Yankees. Wow, I mean that's gotta be the coolest thing—a walk-off home run. Yeah, I mean win the World Series. Uh, I I'm blanking on who said it now, but whoever it was made the call at the time. Touch them all, Joe. You'll never hit a bigger home run than that in your life. No, you can't. Yeah, you you can't. can't. I don't know that you can have a bigger moment in your life. Personally, of course, but in terms of, like, a professional achievement, I, I, like, I don't think there's anything that anybody can do that will be, like, clearly a better professional achievement than that. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, I mean, what really sucks about this whole no sports thing is that today I was thinking about it, it was there has been no March Madness. I realized we would have been in the middle of it all right now. Yeah. And then, like, like passing moments, I'll be like, wow, Red Sox were at a home game today, or the Heat, what do they be doing in the playoff run right now? Right. But, like, it's also gotten to the point where, like, I'll go, I'll, I won't think about it, because it's, it's almost like a normal thing now. Right, like, I've almost just around. moved on to where I'm like, we're probably not going to have, I, I'm at the point where, I, if I were to guess right now, I would say we don't get an NBA champion, and we don't get a hockey champion. Yeah, that's fair. Baseball will potentially come back with a shortened season, but realistically, if they're not playing games until August, that's probably not worth it. Yeah, and uh, who knows what happens with football if they keep pushing it back. Yeah, I mean... Like, we're never going to be able to like do these things normally again. <laughs> I was wondering I about that. Like, So, I'm going to... When this is all done, and when I can go back to work, and we can be happy, I'm going to want to be like, hey, I can go, like, high-five my coworkers or go hug my friends, but... Yes. It still shouldn't. No. <laughs> Sorry, CJ. I was talking to my dad. Oh, really? Because what you said worked perfectly for what I said. <laughs> really? I'll have to play that back. I did not hear that. That's hilarious. I said... <laughs> that's really funny. <laughs> I said, uh... We're going to want to, like, go back to work and, you know, shake hands with our coworkers and hug our friends. And you went, yes! <laughs> and then I forget what I said after that. Oh, and I said, but we're not supposed to do that. And you went, no! <laughs> 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 oh, 
So yeah, it worked perfectly. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, my my mom said it this morning. She just wants to go hug like my sister. And yeah. Like yeah, I guess you really can't do that. And like, <laughs> and it, it's scary, man. Like I, I'm assuming your brother is okay. Yeah, he was sick. No, he's losing his mind a little bit. He shaved his head the other day. Oh, (laughs) but he was sick four weeks ago, and obviously neither of us are parents. But I would imagine, as a parent, it kind of sucks to not only not be able to help your kid, but not even be able to touch your kid. Yeah, Yeah. it's it's insane. What we're like, I can't. I honestly can't picture what it's going to look like on the other side right now. Yeah, it's going to be weird. Like, is the movie theater business going to be able to recover from this? Right, like, do we go back to normal, or do we try to take precautions to make sure this can't happen again? My vote is for normal, because I think there's a chance this happens again regardless. Uh, yeah, I agree with that. <laughs> we like, got to be ready for it. As much as we always should be washing our hands and taking care of ourselves, that's stuff we should have been doing before. So I, I don't consider that a change from our normal behavior. I do <laughs> think that we're going to go back to a point where we're allowed to sit next to people, where we're allowed to go on public transportation, where not everything has to be six feet away, and that's a good thing. We have to do that at some point. Yeah. Yeah. Man, it's weird times we're living in, but hey, at least we have the technology where we can still do a podcast, CJ. We do. And, and do you want to, I guess we'll do one weekly now that we can do it. We've got it all set up. Yeah, we can at least try. So that, that's not a promise, but it's a pretty confident uh, suggestion. Yeah, and pretty soon we're going to have our 100th episode. Yeah. I think this is now, episode 96. This is 96? Yeah. So a 100th episode could be a quarantine special. That could be fun. Um. And our 100th episode is going to consist of all the lists we've ever done. Oh, we're God. We're going to do them over again. <laughs> all right, let's do it. And then we're also going to rank our top five list of the list that we've done. Yes, that but we're we definitely will take, We'll take a couple weeks to plan that. <laughs> okay. Um, but do you have anything else to add before we send the people off back to their Netflix binging? Um, you know, I don't think so. Thank you for kind of rolling with the punches. I'm sure this was not our best-sounding podcast episode yet. Right, hopefully but not. <laughs> I hope it wasn't the worst either. Um, but yeah, thanks for tuning in, and we'll be back at it, hopefully. We'll probably just do an episode a week while there's nothing else going on in the world except for coronavirus. Right. We can't really break down sports and stuff when there's no sports, and a lot of no stuff either. Right. <laughs> So, yeah, thanks for listening, everybody, and then hopefully we'll catch you guys next week as well. Stay safe and wash your hands.